I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today with us for a second time we have Aditya Junjunwala, who is going to join us. And if you haven't heard the last podcast, it was fascinating because we were talking about how he inspires the youth to just start acting and stop overthinking. And how do you get into this? You know, the, get out of this loop that we're all trapped in, saying, you know, now what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? and just start acting. So, I think you should listen to that podcast if you haven't already. But today we're going to be talking about something else that prevents us from starting or prevents us from moving forward, which is be hitting our rock bottoms. And as you know that on the Habit Coach podcast, we've been doing these episodes with our guests about their rock bottoms or rock bottoms that they've experienced through other people. And it's so important because what i want to normalize is that rock bottoms happen to everybody and we need to learn to celebrate our rock bottoms because what happens is that at the rock bottom it's the best time of your life you can't go any lower you can't make any more mistakes all you can do is try 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 making a few steps to go a little bit more a little bit higher a little bit higher and finally get out of this we've been through so many rock bottoms in our lives and it's empowering when you see yourself getting out of this and i know you might be in your rock bottom as well so you know it's important for us to learn how can we get out of these rock bottoms faster so that is the idea behind these episodes aditya welcome to the habit coach podcast for a second time super excited to be back ashton and looking forward to talking about rock bottoms you you put it so well we have to celebrate these times in our life na and and rock bottoms happen for all sorts of reasons right meaning they happen from a health reason a financial reason social reasons friends reasons and it's crazy what can knock your life out of whack and the idea is you know rock bottom is a beautiful place to begin and start and it, <laughs> i think it's a fantastic karo part as well well said yeah so aditya when i say rock bottom what are the kinds of thoughts that come to your mind um darkness hmm uh heaviness hmm lethargy overeating hmm late night very very late night sleeping hmm uh not wanting to meet anyone not wanting to connect anyone i think those are the emotions and thoughts that i connect with rock bottom um i think i've been fortunate in my life that i've not really you know had a a serious life crisis i mean things right. can go really wrong shit can mm. really hit the hit the ceiling but mm. uh, i'm very grateful that mm. you know haven't had anything um, that's really crashed irreparably mm. Mm. but you know having said that i think uh, you know when you feel your rock bottom you feel your rock bottom i mean there's nothing to compare it yes so in that sense i've had my own share of rock bottoms mm. uh and experience those emotions for myself yeah and you know you said something so true your rock bottom might be your rock bottom different from somebody else's and you know the worst thing that people say to each other is saying are look at what's happening to that person yeah, are look what's happening to that person people yeah. are far worse off than what you are yeah and i think that is a horrible thing to say for multiple reasons one is a this person is coming to you for some form of understanding not necessarily sympathy 
or at least some understanding and then making the person's small problem smaller than he feels it is yeah. is not necessarily a good way to start this and Very you true. said it so well right you might not have had as bad a rock bottom as somebody else might have yeah but still yeah there was this rock bottom there was a dip in life absolutely and, and you know just to build on what you said hmm. i think the biggest thing that being at rock bottom has taught me is empathy hmm. Hmm. you know is to feel is to feel where another person may be you yeah. know because i can't understand you unless i have been in something you know if i felt some similar emotions only then i can understand what you're talking about and if hmm. you're speaking english i can only understand you if i know english right so and you know um the first time i hit a really hmm. a, a prolonged rock bottom in my adult life mm-hmm. it lasted for about a year and a half i bounced right. out hmm. um and then i had like five six really good years where i built myself up and you know got into habits and mm. you know meditation and exercise and i was on a high after that rock mm. bottom mm-hmm. but you know ashdin i kind of i think i became insensitive to what that rock bottom feels like for others so i started right. pushing people mm. you know i started kind of saying something not uh demeaning their rock bottom but you know starting pushing them or try to motivate them to jump out of that rock bottom and mm. i think i lost that that empathy you know because mm-hmm. i had fought out of it right so i was yeah. this guy who had kind of come out of a rock bottom and built habits for myself and all mm. but then i hit a rock bottom again uh the second mm. time you know after mm. about 6 7 years of that high correct and that's when i realized that uh okay it can mm. happen again Mm. And you know, I think the second time taught me much more than the first time, because mm. it re- it made me, it really made me sensitive and empathetic mm. to you know mm. what it feels like to be there. Because you forget what it feels like. That's that's the amazing thing about the way the human mind works. You forget when you're Correct. back up. You forget mm. what the rock bottom felt like. Yeah, and that and that's why there's that funny saying that says that's why people get pregnant a second time, right? Because you <laughs> forgot what it was like the first time around. But <laughs> well the thing is that you know um, there there are two ways to look at this you know aditya like you said you forget what your rock bottom was like there are others who never forget mm. and then they get paralyzed by yeah. that previous rock bottom True. so you might have come out of the rock bottom mm. and we have already, already taken this to a stage point where we're saying that you've gotten out of the rock bottom now yeah. you're like like you were saying you are thriving you were at the best shape of your life you are meditating you're doing all of that yeah many people get trapped in that seeing that oh shit life can't possibly be this good yeah. it's going to go down again yeah right? once bitten twice shy once bitten twice shy for sure that pain we don't let go of yeah mm. very true na and it and it drags you down and this is the first time i think we're talking about this aspect of rock bottom mm. because the thing that i want to communicate to people is and i don't know if you've experienced this as well that you don't have to have a downhill slope on the other side. Mm. Wow. Right? So the problem is that you expect if you go uphill you have to have a downhill. If you go yeah. uphill you have to have a downhill. It's not necessary that you have to go down the same amount or it's yeah. not necessary that you have to have a bad thing happening after a good event. Yeah. And very often our mindsets are shaped in that saying that oh life can't possibly be this good so let me do something and we end up actually self sabotaging ourselves. that is so true yeah that is so true you know and i think that's where superstition comes from because when things yes. are going good mm. there's this inherent fear that my god okay okay now mm. you know this is like a peak things can only mm. go down from here 
Hmm. Yeah, you're very true, very right, very right, and yeah, no, things will actually go much higher from there. Absolutely. And the very fact that you think that you are going to hit a slump means that you're going to hit a slump. Yeah. Because now you're thinking it. Very true. So the whole thing is that catch yourself into this. Like yeah. people say that I will never tell people when something good is happening because it might suddenly nazar lagega. Something mm. will happen. Mm. I have a completely opposite theory. I say. Mm. Tell everybody what's happening in your life because you never know where your next angel might come from. Wow! So, like you know, you tell thirty-five people about the project that you're doing. Like my habit coach app is coming out mm. this week, right? Mm. So this week the app is launching. I'm very excited about it. Now, um, if I tell thirty-five people, say ten people, I envy. But if two people out there are excited and help me out in something, that was two people I would have never experienced or got got the help from. Absolutely. So you never know where your next angel might come from. So don't just hold on to your ideas, fearing that it might um, lead to nazar or something bad might happen. Absolutely, yar. We we do self sabotage ourselves, and mm. I think that's why I really relate with your concept of celebrating rock bottoms, because mm. I think, you know, like you said, either. either we forget the rock bottom or we just never mm. forget it mm. and i think that's that's because that experience is left in our psyche undigested mm. you know it's like i've eaten food but it's not digested and it, you know food that is not digested is is not going to be pleasant it's it's going to create right. some stinky mm. gas mm. right mm. and and i think that's what also happens with with our experiences if we haven't had time to digest it and to reflect on it and to process it you mm. know to transform it into mm. into learning into gratitude into mm. you know into an experience yes. uh, then either we forget it and we become over you know uh, we we lose our sense of empathy or like mm. you said probably you know we we uh, just remain with that fear and that pain and we just don't venture out so i think celebrating those rock bottoms is so important ashton mm. thank you for bringing yeah. that concept out so powerfully thank you my pleasure and uh, you know there are rock bottoms that we go through in life yeah. and you work a lot with the youth and um, with your fellowship that you run guys you must check it out it's absolutely fantastic the way aditya has been empowering the youth and the way they're working together i'm absolutely amazed please please do check it out i think it's the youth that empower us if we just they let definitely them. bring us the energy right they're like a little espresso shot absolutely right But you know, Aditya, they too go through rock bottoms, yep. right? And yep. at all sorts of ages, your rock bottoms can come. I know so many kids who are in college, talking and messaging me about their rock bottoms and what they're going through in life yep. right now. Yeah, absolutely. How how do you help them through this? Is there a way that you know you discuss it? Is there something that you know you guide them through? Thanks for asking this, Ashton. I think it's uh, it's really important. Hmm. Uh, you know if i were to kind of trace back my own childhood and my own set of experiences and relate with what i see with so many people you know young mm. people who i meet and talk to and i hang around with young people the whole day i don't relate with people of my own age that much mm. anymore <laughs> <laughs> you know we go through what are the rock bottoms that we go through you know we go through uh, sometimes there's a situation at home with our family mm. maybe there's mm. there's some tension amongst family mm. members and Mm. that takes us to a rock bottom maybe there's something mm. to do with our school and our performance or academics mm. uh it could be something to do with friends you know mm. uh, little children are very cute 
but i also mm. believe that uh, the school environment and and little children can be very ruthless just because they're so Correct. innocent you know they they say yeah. what's on their mind mm. and uh, so you know you could hit a rock, rock bottom because of friends and you know mm. bullying or you know mm. what friends are saying about you mm. or uh, it could be because of a heartbreak it could mm. be because of someone who you want attention from and they want attention from someone else mm. and i've gone through all these and i think most of us have right yeah uh, of course now you can look at it and say oh it's not such a big deal and all that everybody goes through it but when you're in that it's hell Completely you know it's hell. exactly yeah. you know mm. i i remember being like a majnu for like 3 4 months and wearing this fatawa mm. kurta and sitting outside you know uh, mm. in one katta just like a vagabond for a couple of months mm. you know mm. so you ask that you know how do you talk to them or how do you empower them and i think i think all that we need in most cases in mm. most cases what 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 i think what we need is is a space where i can feel not judged mm. i need a space where i can talk about what what's going on and what's happening to me and i can share you know and i can just be myself without having to be motivated or without having to be you know sympathized with or without having to be told what to do mm. uh i think what we just need a space to be able to share speak mm. be ourselves and mm. find our own answers and mm. probably also realize a space where we can see that you know what i am not the only one who's hitting this rock bottom or mm. who's hitting her rock bottom unfortunately in our society we don't talk about these things even the best of friends rarely talk about these things Correct. you know so we pretend everything is okay and, and we mm. we maintain a certain image and even so i you know we think that okay a 17 year old or a 20 year old so many friends but let mm. me tell you people are lonely mm. you might have you know 1500 followers on instagram but people are lonely yes i really believe that if you have one real friend Mm. you're blessed mm. you you're successful in life if you have one friend you're already a success in life yeah so i think people are lonely mm. and what we need to just do is create a space and environment where people can feel that i i can be who i am i can be where i am and mm. there are others also who go through this uh, and without giving it too much attention without giving mm. it too much attention mm. and i've seen that that creating a space like that works it works like magic unfortunately yes. those spaces aren't available and and now after working with you know with 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 young people for the last 8 years i've realized how valuable such spaces are superb you know th- listening to you talk about this i want to start a new initiative that i i just the thought just came up saying that can we create this non judgmental space woohoo right? let's do it na like either either virtual space a zoom call where people who are passing through their rock bottom can come and just talk to people about it absolutely and let's start this and you know just start something and i'll work on it we'll we'll create something but you know having a place where you're not judged when you can talk and especially not feel alone is so important i remember um, about, uh, when i was going through my rock bottom i think uh, about 5 5 and a half years ago now you know so funny every time you have to add that one year from the time you, you started talking about it so 5 and a half years now um 
I kept telling people that loneliness is going to be the next pandemic. Mm. Correct. Like, Corona, Sharona, I'll come. They'll yeah. go, I'll come, I'll go, I'll come, I'll go. But even during this Corona, what was the main pandemic? Absolutely. The loneliness. The loneliness is actually killing people as well. You know? And loneliness is going to become something so big because people just do not know how to be um, connected online. You know? Like, like right now, you and I think we are connected. But as soon as this Zoom call goes off, we're done. Yeah. Loneliness is going yeah. to set in again. So, you know, I want to build on this, this hmm. thought, Ashton. Hmm. I believe that it's not the pandemic that is causing loneliness. The pandemic hmm. has only, you know, unveiled it even more. Yeah. Heightened it. I, I, it's heightened it, you know. Hmm. Um, loneliness was already there. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by 20 people, that does not mean that I feel connected. Mm-hmm. Just because I have, you know, a group of friends, it does not mean that I feel connected. Loneliness is... So the pandemic has just heightened it and made us see it more clearly. But mm-hmm. it exists because we have not learned to connect. It exists because we have not... We don't feel safe to be a little vulnerable. Yeah. We don't feel safe to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because we are afraid that, you know, something will be thrown back at us. Beautifully. So I feel you're so right. It, it is, it is a huge area of concern. And I, I sometimes it's still, it, even now it surprises me, you know, when I, you, you, you meet a person who's, who's got so many friends and so connected and got a great sense of humor, doing well. Mm. But after getting to know them a little bit more, you realize that people are lonely. Mm. Almost everyone is lonely. So I think yeah. this, this thought of creating a space like this is, is a very powerful idea. I, I remember once on, on Instagram, because that's the place where you can connect with as many people as possible. I put up a post saying that, how lonely are you? Do you want to know how to make new friends? Is it difficult to make new friends? Mm. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to put up a post and, and say, everybody write something about yourself. And if you find somebody interesting, go and message them. Correct. So you put yourself out there in order to get connected to people. And I think one big aspect of loneliness is that we just do not put ourselves out there first. Very true. Correct. We expect somebody to come up to us and talk to us. Very true. And and I think a life changing moment for me was when I was reading this book called The Art of Conversation Mm -hmm. or uh, Art of Conversation. I think it was Art of Conversation where the person said that understand at a party or wherever you are, the onus of the conversation always lies with you. Yeah. You are always responsible for starting that conversation. Don't expect people to come up and talk to you. And yeah. if you don't have that skill set, learn it. Because we are not born with that skill set. Everybody has to learn it. Yeah. And can I share one very simple secret to the art mm-hmm. of conversations? That, that, yes. that always works for me. Huh. You know, I've realized that everybody loves to talk. Yes. So the best way to have a conversation is, is mm. like you said, you know, in, in, in the previous podcast, be fascinated mm. and be curious about them mm. and ask them many things about themselves and mm. let them talk. Mm. You will become their favorite person. Yeah. So earlier I used to think that, you know, I need to be a good conversationalist and I need to talk well and I need to make, you know, mm. good jokes. But I realized mm. that people just want to talk. So if, if I mm. ask them questions about them and ask them about their life, mm. they love me. Yes. I think it's so simple to execute, right? Hmm. You need to have interested eyes and you need to learn how to do. Hmm. Beautifully hmm. said. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. 
and yeah because you, you know like aditya our two podcasts right we've not prepared anything it was a flow of conversation absolutely correct and it was me interested in what you were saying you interested in what i was saying and um i i, I know that we've gone completely off topic from uh, <laughs> from rock bottoms right now to conversation skills but i think it it ties in well to what you were saying saying that if you're lonely find people correct absolutely find people that you won't be judged with yeah and the way you find people is put yourself out there learn to have conversations and get in get that ball rolling yeah and it it also goes back to the you know the topic of rock bottom because you know the earlier question you asked what what do you need you know when you're mm. at rock bottom and how do you create that environment i think you create an environment by genuinely listening mm and you know we feel that if i listen i have to give a response i have to give mm. a solution mm. you don't yeah what what people really need is genuine listening mm. you know like you said interested eyes mm. uh and an interested heart mm. and i think that's very healing that is so mm. healing correct there was this um very interesting so there's a guy called uh, the kindest person in the world mm. have you heard of him i have right? so, yeah right so he's this uh, dude he has a show on netflix as well mm. where he goes around and and he travels the world only on the kindness of others mm. okay and uh, and and when people ask him what is your definition of kindness very beautiful he says kindness is just showing that the other person matters wow beautiful right it's just showing that the other person exists yeah because we go through life desperately trying to ignore people we go through life desperately trying to not make eye contact with people yeah now is that kindness yeah no it's not kindness at all yeah and understanding that you can achieve so much or be whoever you are or or even if you don't want any of that yeah. just being a kind person is a beautiful thing in itself yeah and this is a very interesting example that you brought up ashton mm-hmm. uh about this person who goes around living on the kindness of others mm. because see here it's not about his kindness it's about others kindness right mm. Mm. and you know we have this term right in in our in, in our culture called bhikshu bhav mm. you know tell me what is the no no clue so bhikshu is someone who who receives arms right okay mm. uh who lives on who sustains on food given by by others mm. Mm. um you know in today's world we mm. are so our mind is so trained that you know you mm. must give mm. be a giver mm. and giving is power giving is good which mm. i agree with i mean absolutely mm. we must give but you know what i find asdin is that today we don't know how to receive nah Mm. uh it, it we we can't receive because mm. it makes us feel guilty it makes us mm. feel weak it mm. makes us feel not good enough mm. somehow there is this tuning in our head that you know i have to do it myself i can't mm. take help mm. Mm. and i think that contributes to our rock bottom and it it contributes to taking time to coming out of that mm. rock bottom mm. i really feel that today or maybe you know any time mm. i think it's so important to learn to receive with grace mm. you know because if it's coming to me then it's coming to me yeah. and i must be able to receive with this belief that it's come to me because i deserve it or mm. it just come to me I, it's it's 
and tomorrow when i can hmm. i will pay it forward yeah. i may not be able to pay you back but i'll pay someone hmm. else back I, i will give it to hmm. somebody else I'll, i'll you know i'll give it forward and this inability to receive with an open heart hmm. i think it causes us a lot of problem we hmm. refuse to take help correct refuse to take help and refuse to allow somebody else to be kind to us absolutely it makes us feel weak hmm. which it shouldn't Hmm. No, absolutely. This is the second idea I'm stealing from for, for my new podcast. So, so, so if if you guys aren't don't know what I'm talking about, the last podcast we did together, I stole one idea from Aditya. I'm stealing one more from him. So we're gonna like deep dive into this in one of our Habit Coach podcasts and episodes. I love it. There's no such thing called stealing ideas. It's only inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> You know that's what creativity is, right? Taking multiple ideas, making a bhelpuri out of it, and giving it to absolutely. Person. That that hmm. that that's what I love about Indian food, right? Bhelpuri. Hmm. I mean, hmm. such a creative concept. See how many times hmm. we're using it. Yeah, it is. Tikha hai, mitha hai, or customized hai. Sab ke liye, you know, the way they want it, it's there for them. Uh, but as long as you get that sukha puri in the end. Ah, absolutely. I think I think so many people eat the pani puri only for the sukha puri in the end. Me. Nah, I'm one see, of those. There you go. <laughs> in fact, I asked for an extra sukha puri. Hmm. And and if the person gives it without any, ha, huh, exactly, <laughs> without any drama, you get like super brownie points for him. Okay. So coming back, rock bottom. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I love the way that our discussion is flowing. Um, first steps towards getting out to rock bottom. Like, what are the three things according to you that help you get out of this? Thanks for asking that because we can talk about all these fancy things, but finally, when you're there, hmm. you have to do something. I mean, it's huh. right. So, this is something my mother told me. Okay, my mother is a is a ceramic artist. Hmm. Uh, she told me that when I'm down, the days that I'm hmm. down, hmm. I do mindless work. Mm. I don't try to get the you know the most ambitious goals sorted. Mm. Mm. I'll I'll clean my desk, mm. or you know when I was in school I'll I'll you know I'll change the covers. You know we used to have those brown paper covers of our books. Yeah. I'll change the <laughs> covers of my books, mm. or I'll water the plants. Mm. I'll do some of these chota chota mm. so called mindless tasks, mm. Mm. little mm. little things. You know, mm. uh, just probably offer to chop some vegetables in the kitchen. Correct. Or fold your clothes. So that's something that you know. Uh, if I manage to remind myself when I'm down, hmm. it's easy to do. Hmm. And somehow that action, you know, once again hashtag karo. Somehow that hmm. action, that hashtag yeah. karo. Yeah. There's something about doing, and you know, it kind of changes the energy a little bit. So that's one simple thing that I feel. You know, do simple. Uh, Kind of mindless, simple, simple tasks. Don't go for the yeah, big, beautiful. fancy things. I'm gonna add to this with one point, saying that these are small wins. Small correct? wins, absolutely. The fact that you could actually finish chopping the vegetables, absolutely. The fact that you could actually finish cleaning up your table, that you could actually finish doing this. You feel that you were useful. Yeah. You did something, and it's over. Yeah. So you had those small wins. So, yeah. matlab, you know. I'm not that useless. Yeah, you know those kinds of thoughts at least start exactly. coming into your mind, and you can you exactly. can pass on, pass it on. Absolutely beautiful. So that's one thing. I love this one. You hmm. asked for three, so I'll I'll share a few hmm. more that come to my hmm. mind. Hmm. Um, 
this one works for me it may work for some it may not work for some but i think mm. it, it it works and it's kind of related to the first one use mm. your hands i think do something mm. with your hands you know do mm. something physical yeah a little physical thing you know uh, draw something or mm. or you know take a little aata and roll it into a ball mm. you know keep your yeah. hands a little busy because i feel what happens is when we we forgotten today our hands mm. Mm. we are so much in this digital and virtual world mm. we've we've forgotten the use of our hands mm. you know take nice. mud just mm. go down and dig some mud in the garden mm. Mm. you know or take some paint and you know just dip your fingers in paint and you know pour some paint on paper and roll it around mm. Mm. the the thing here is that you know the mind will start wanting to kind of do something that looks good or feels mm. good Mm. uh that's the little danger but if mm. one can just kind of use their hands and get in touch with their physical self a little bit you mm. know that's one thing that helps me nice mm. so a uh, question on this so you remember the trend that went uh, like crazy a few years ago which are those fidget spinners mm. correct fidget, mm. fidget 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 do you think that was a good idea or a bad idea <laughs> I don't know if it was good or bad but actually I think it was a good idea. Yeah. I think it kind of you know there's a inherent restlessness mm. in human beings. Mm. And it the whole effort of life I, I would say the whole of life is just about overcoming this restlessness. So mm. it's not a easy thing to do. Mm. But if you have a little outlet mm. you know to take out that restlessness mm. that fidgeting you know we some people shake their leg when they sit. Hmm. you know hmm. we flick hmm. a pencil like that yeah but if you have a little outlet so i thought that i think it's an interesting way to kind of you know release hmm. a little bit of restlessness like my mother used to say that when she was in in college and she was attending hmm. a lecture hmm. she could never attend a lecture unless she was she couldn't concentrate unless she was knitting hmm. oh wow so hmm. she would always be knitting while hmm. listening to her lectures nice you know and it kind of took away some restless energy and distraction energy channelized mm. it through the hands and allowed mm. what was left to focus on that lecture mm. interesting okay i i i am just loving the people who are going to start knitting in their classrooms from now on <laughs> after listening to this okay cool superb and number 3 number 's something that I think we would have all heard and read about a lot, but I'm going to say it because I think it works mm. is to change the story that is repeating in my head like a broken loop mm. uh, it's difficult to do that, so you may say have an affirmation or have a mantra of some sort. It's difficult to do that the reason mm. why it's difficult is you know the example that I give is that uh if I have a glass of water. Mm. right mm. clean water and i pour mm. one teaspoon of mud in it mm. and i mix it and i mm. i offer it to you to drink mm. uh you're not going to have it right uh okay. because but but i'll say that you know what as then there's 200 ml of water there's only 10 mg of uh, mud it's okay mm. it's it's like a 1 is to 20 ratio mm. but i'm sure you're not going to have it mm. right mm. the point is that now if i have to make that water drinkable mm. maybe if i add 10 liters of more pure water to that 
that mm. 10 milligrams of water will now become meaningless you might then have Correct. it because now the yeah. it's really diluted so i need mm. to add a lot more clean water to overcome that effect of that little bit of mud that Correct. that dirt so right. to me the metaphor is the same it, you know with our mind it is if i have some of these negative thoughts rolling mm. which are like mm. on mm. auto play mode overthinking mode mm. right you can't stop it i think it's impractical to think that i'll stop it what i need to do is i need to consciously inject mm. the right kind of thoughts mm. but the, but the fact is we say consciously in the inject but we don't realize that that 10 milli 10 milligrams of mud to overcome that i need to add 10 liters of water that means i need to add 100 times the amount of right thoughts just yeah. adding the same amount also won't do which means i need to do it a lot mm. so like one thing that i i would do is i would just repeat the words thank you because it's easy mm. right i i would go for a walk for one hour mm. and mm. with every step i would just keep saying thank you thank you thank you you know nice. i am going for a drive i would just like say ten, like a repeated mm. and you know you may say that it's superstitious or whatever i don't think so i think it's very scientific what i am mm. doing is instead of allowing the automatic thoughts to keep running i'm injecting mm. the thoughts that i would rather replace the other thoughts yeah but it requires you know that you have to keep doing it you can't give up correct but it's helped me it it's Beautiful. helped me mm. you know in fact one way i use this is so i was taught to say thank you god for everything mm. right that mm. was when i was a kid that was the only prayer that really mattered for me and mm. that's how i used to use gratitude mm. and it's wow. one of the most powerful lines for me and mm. um, so nowadays when i do my so we i've just joined this calisthenic program where we're doing like 100 pushups and 120 pushups and things like that right and a stupid number of things right so every time i'm doing a repetition i go thank you god for everything wow one thank you god for everything two thank you god for everything Beautiful. so what's happening is that i'm getting the repetitions in my mind is distracted from the body pain but what's happening is also it's giving me that tempo yep for my exercise so i have combined these two and i love it physical exercise plus mental exercise physical exercise plus mental exercise and, and it's so strange the tiredness goes away mm. if i could do 20 now 25 becomes very easy yeah you're kind of flushing out those unwanted thoughts by yeah. bringing in the you know mm. a, a thought that you'd rather have correct another one is i'm not i'm not this body i'm not this mind i'm not this body i'm not oh, this mind oh, man, not this that body. is deep that is deep that is a, wow that's a big one and <laughs> especially that. when you're doing your pull ups and you're like i'm not this body i'm not this mind i'm not this body <laughs> crazy right so using these as they don't necessarily affirmations but using these techniques yeah. i think are a beautiful ways of doing it thank you so much for bringing this up because you know the way that you said just start getting busy yeah do a little busy work in terms of getting your small wins in yeah get your hands busy so that your brain stops thinking as much yeah so your brain is given that little break and finally flush out the amount of negative thoughts that are playing in a loop in your mind by 10 times the number of positive thoughts that you can create absolutely correct and there are so many habits that i've spoken about on the podcast as well that teach you ways in which that you can flush out that negativity bring in that positivity so guys please do those things because they definitely help you out through this journey superb aditya thank you so much for this i love this episode um how can people connect with you 
people can connect with us at our uh, instagram handle at the rate let's underscore enterprise that is the enterprise india fellowship and mm-hmm. um, they can connect with me personally at my handle which is at the rate playful underscore ceo Mm-hmm. uh one of the things that i'm uh going to be starting very soon ashton is mm-hmm. um, you know i realized that uh there are lots of smart innovative young people out there right. uh who are working on very cool passion projects mm-hmm. right and some of them have actually decided to drop out of the formal education system or have lost mm-hmm. interest mm-hmm. so i am looking at and they need a support system too so i am looking at you know identifying um young innovators entrepreneurs change makers who have something that they are working on a passion mm. project and giving mm. them a week a, mm. a dedicated week of time and, and working with them to kind of help them think through and mm. take their project to the next level over the next uh, 52 weeks so mm. and now inspired by you i'm also thinking of the idea of converting that project into a podcast so Lovely. if there are you know any of your uh, listeners who who are you know young people who are looking at working on a passion project and really investing mm. their time into that i'd mm. love to get in touch with them superb and guys this is such a fantastic opportunity don't you know let it slip by do get in touch with aditya and work on this passion project you might be on his podcast as well discussing it so please just like act on it hashtag #karo, hashtag karo. superb thank you so much aditya this was fantastic thank you ashton it was a memorable experience if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on social media we are at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am ashtin doc on twitter and instagram you can find lots more information on my website awesome180.com or check out different content on my youtube channel called awesome180 that's awesome180